Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Uh, Tomlin standing up Sean today, 53106 for your texts. Now, my next guest is. Tra- Next guest has travelled all over the world as a street theatre artist, perhaps most notably with her work for Clowns Without Borders, an extraordinary group of people who bring laughter to the most marginalised communities in the most challenging circumstances. Closer to home, she's also the founder of the Cavan Arts Festival. Kim McCafferty is joining us now. Kim, how are you today? Hi, Tom. I'm good, thanks. Yeah, and you? I'm very well indeed, and thanks very much for for joining us. Are you in Barcelona at the moment today here? I am, Tom, I am. It's it's not as white and beautiful at home. I'm a bit actually sad to miss all the beautiful, crispy winter weather, but we're working in Barcelona a little bit at the moment. It is very crispy, I won't lie. Um, it's very frosty yeah. and beautiful. So, But you are in Barcelona, which is one of the most beautiful cities in the world. So, you know, that's all good. Um, I am fascinated to know how you came, became a street theatre artist. I know there, there was music in your family, but you went to UCG and stuff, didn't you? I did, Tom, I did, I did. I wasn't, um, I, it certainly wasn't straightforward, but um, I suppose if, when you look, hindsight is great and look back and see that the interest and the intrigue was always there. Um, I certainly was interested. We, a youth drama was an organisation, like for me, like so many others, that probably changed your um, teenage existence in small towns around Ireland. It's such a brilliant movement. And so we had a youth drama in Cavan that was fantastic. But we also had a gymnastics club and Irish dancing, so all of these things kind of fed into it. And little by little, I remember St. Patrick's Day Parade. I remember Mockness coming to do a workshop to um, Cavan Vocational School when I was there. And all of these things going, oh, wow. Oh, wow, can I get a bit of that? That really is super cool. Um, and so in a roundabout fashion through doing a degree and... Um, still being really interested in it. I bit by bit met people and saw others and spoke to other companies and like most clowns um, and street theatre performers fell into my job, yeah. I heard that you you ran up to one group, the, the Gombeans I think it was, and said, do you guys need a girl? I did, I did. I suppose that was in, in, in the, the little bit I had seen of street theatre and um, and clown and contemporary circus, I hadn't really seen many women do it at that time. So I, I saw the Gombians perform and they were so amazing. I thought, wow, how could I be friends with them, let alone learn to, to, to make that kind of work? And so at a festival, uh, the Flat Lake Festival in Monaghan many years ago, an amazing festival, I saw their show and I ran up to them afterwards and said, if you ever need a girl. Um, <laughs> as it turned out, they didn't. Unsurprisingly, uh, need some crackpot from Cavan running up to them asking them that but um, little by little I, I suppose the more you see it the more it can be and I would see more work and hear about um, other companies performing around the country and travel a little bit outside Ireland and other countries there tends to be more of a culture of street theatre um, and outdoor art but in Ireland for given the size of the country it's absolutely huge and thriving scene it's, okay. it's really brilliant when you got to do it, um, did it live up to your expectation? It strikes me as something that would be quite a nerve-wracking, to say, to say the least. It is, it is. Well, I was already working in plays and film, and so the nerves, I was already well off a great friends with my nerves. Um, but it is, it's, I still get nervous, and in fact, a little bit more so recently, after the, the COVID break and the pause, where we weren't in front of an audience, I still, I felt the nerves a lot more coming back after that. I guess it's like a muscle that's practiced but um, 
yeah, it lived up to my expectations and more. I really love it. We we tour to art festivals around Ireland, around Europe, around the world. We're usually programmed as part of what's like a multidisciplinary arts festival that will have music and theatre and everything, but who will also program some street theatre and outdoor arts. So I guess a lot of your listeners will have come across street theatre and, and yeah. street shows around Ireland loads, I guess. Um, I hope, and if they haven't, they might look out for it more next summer. We tend to do a little bit less on the street in December and January, but that's the time when we're working on the shows for next year or preparing new projects. So. Right. What is it about it appeals to you? Because, you know, when I see street performers, I always think it's it's really the cold face of entertainment. It, it's walking up to a group of people who haven't gathered to watch anything. They're on their way somewhere else. It's trying to get their attention. It's They can walk off at any point during your show. Um, what is it about that appeals to you? And, and how do you, you know, deal with that tough situation to be in? Yeah, some of the words you said there are just exactly the adjectives I would use. Sometimes it can feel really tough and really hardcore. As opposed to, you know, sometimes in winter we'll bring a show inside to the theatre and we think, oh my God, such luxury. It's like being brought into a hot tub in comparison um, for our senses. But, you know, I suppose I must give the caveat that we have what could be called the comfort blanket or the support network of when we're programmed by festivals. So we're not necessarily going out in buskings directly, you know, from nothing will appear a show but often we will be programmed by the festival so the audience might know that we're coming they might be prepared and there's a lot of festivals in Ireland with a really strong um, programming stand for this kind of work in Ireland now so we'll arrive and yes for sure there's people who are like get our way I'm on my doing my shopping I'm in a rush with the kids you're in my way and of course we would never well our nature in, in the company I work with now Sandini's and when we bring out shows it's an invitation. It's not, um, you know, we're not uh, demanding that people give us their attention or, or that we take the public space, but it's more an invitation. Okay. So do they want the stage? So the show. And when we're making the work, we really have to think, how can this show grab their attention? You know, if Tom Dunn is on his way home from work there in New York and yeah. he's wrecked and he's in a rush, what can we do early on in the show to grab his attention, to make him want to stay and to bring him into the story? And you have to think about that a lot. That's hard. That's hardcore. That's hardcore. <laughs> like the, in songwriting, that's starting with the chorus. You know, it's just. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly it. It's, start, it's starting with the chorus, but it's also no kill, all killer, no filler. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, like, yeah. so it's like we've got to whittle it down. Like, that's a crap idea. Yeah. But I loved it. Okay, it has to be thrown out the window because it just doesn't work. And in that nature as well, a lot of the work. It becomes better by practice. So unfortunately, <laughs> I guess also like music, we have to try it in front of yeah. an audience to know what works and what doesn't. Oh, that's, that, that, yeah, that's hard. My that's advice hard. to all young bands, you have to play it to an audience until you see. You don't yeah, know where you stand. Very much the same for yeah. us for Street Theatre. It doesn't exist without the audience, yeah. you know. Even if it's not, um, you know, even if they're, they're, they're acting like there's a fourth wall and it's not that we're bringing an audience on stage or anything. It's essentially to play outdoors but it doesn't exist without the audience. But Irish audiences are amazing. We've toured all over the world. I've played to, to countries and cultures in on almost every continent. And Irish audiences are warm and full of fun and, and generous as well. You know, they allow for the humanity of, you know, yeah. you're out there trying Absolutely, and I, I, I echo all that 100%. You've done, though, lots of shows outside uh, Ireland and many with the Clowns Without Borders, which often are putting you into, um, God, refugee camps and, and areas where there's, you know, people who are in, in dire straits. What are those shows like? 
That's right. Yeah, so Clans Without Borders is an NGO um, and the Irish chapter that exists in 20 or 25 countries around the world. And so the idea is to bring um, a clown, contemporary clown or circus show to people who are displaced, both in Ireland and abroad. And those shows are, well, uh, intense, as you can imagine, to bring the contrast of bringing silliness or absurdity or um, a, a comedy show to the potentially extremely intense setting of refugee camps um, is is remarkably <laughs> very notable. Um, the, the, the potential for fun and joy is exponentially huger than, you know, a show in Dublin or in Galway. Um, the, the, the audiences, they get really into it. We've found, I suppose, in my experience, the adults who kind of hang around down the back, I guess often, you know, if they're not able to get into employment or, or do their thing at, at the moment in that transition time in their lives when they're in camp, yeah. they are also strung out for some really good entertainment and some culture. And so they kind of will be down the back and then by the end of the show, they might be up singing with us oh, on stage wow. or they might come up and, and say, hey, actually, you know, um, I was a national level gymnastics at home um, oh. in my country and now, you know, I can't do this. So we have a lot of that and they'll come up and share their stuff. Um, they're very beautiful. It's a, it's a real honour. It was a real honour um, to tour with Clans Without Borders for me and, and I'm uh, sure uh, for the other actors. Of course, a key, a key here is that, you, that there's no language barrier because you're, you're just performing stuff that you, you, there, there, there are no words to it. You just... Right. We, we create those shows for non-verbally. So um, we, we make each new show for each tour with Clans Without was made new, but with that in mind that we would be maybe performing to people with a lot of trauma, you know, maybe not so boisterous and um, kind of gentle uh, to bring them in at the start to make sure that everybody feels safe in the audience and no language. So that was great. And then I would learn with a few words um, in, in Arabic or Parsi or, or um, all of this uh, by the end of, of each tour. Um, you'd learn the word for clown. Actually, they all knew Mr. Bean. They all, when I would be really? desperately trying to explain what we would do, say on our days off, yeah. or, or, you know, when we'd meet people touring and we'd go to the camps, I would be trying to explain in my Arabic with a Cavan accent what we were doing. Um, but they all would say, ah, Mr. Bean, Mr. Bean. So there's, there's these, there is these universal cultural markers as well that we can share, you know. Are you able to say Happy Christmas in Arabic yet? What greeting can you say in Arabic? I want to hear a Cavan accent on, on Arabic. Oh, God. Um, what do we say? Um, Irlanda, Jazeera, Sahira. Ireland is a small island. Um, I mean, they're all pretty, but I can't believe I'm doing this. Um, what do we say? Ahalan is um, welcome, like Falter Rove. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's great. I can't it, hear. It. I can't hear a smidge in the cavern there. Not a smidge in the cavern. Oh, you need to refine your Arabic more, and then you'd really know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kim. This is an absolute pleasure uh, talking to you. Are you getting back to us for Christmas, or are you staying in Barcelona? We are. No, we're home absolutely for Christmas. We're home, and we're um, we'll be working throughout the Christmas, and we have lots of shows coming in the new year with Sandinis with our own company. We'll be touring in Ireland in the spring and the summer and we're really excited for it. Oh, great, hope I managed to catch one of them. Kim, thank you very much uh, for joining us today, uh, Kim McCafferty. And uh, God, having a fantastic, uh, the, the shows just sound really amazing. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.